I feel like, you know, the way to do that is just um, like it's bigger than that. You know what I mean? Like going out and like creating those relationships and helping people like it just I feel like it's much bigger than that, man. Like the dollar, like everybody you wants know, it. But, you know, you know what it is? What? It's people wealth. Yeah, that's a, that's my wealth. My wealth is people wealth. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This week's guest on the podcast is doing some really great things in the real estate investment and real estate agent space in multiple different locations. In the final part of yet another two-part interview, we had an awesome conversation about some really great actionable topics that are much bigger than just real estate investing. In this second episode, we dig into the insane power of sending direct messages, building wealth through the idea of people wealth, tips for finding investment partners, and so much more. There are a few super valuable and actionable parts to this episode, and I hope you enjoy. Let's jump right into the episode. My goal is to be the first brick-and-mortar NFT slash crypto slash metaverse real estate brokerage. That's badass. <laughs> That's so, so cool, man. Uh, if, if, uh, if everything goes well, and like I said, I got to educate myself. I got to practice first before I start practice with other people. Yeah. Um, then we figure out, you know, I got crypto already. I got a couple NFTs. I, um, I'm working on, on buying a piece of lot on Decentraland. So let's see what happens. That's but once so I cool, master man. that, then I can go ahead and start teaching that and implement it to, you know, social media and everybody else. Yeah. That's so cool, man. There's a couple of things I want to touch on in there. So like, um, like one of the things that you mentioned earlier, you know, was like, just looking at like the bigger picture, you know, of like having some of those conversations with, you know, whether it's past buyers or like, you know, people who aren't even like clients or anything like that. And just kind of introducing them into like the possibilities in investing in real estate. And like, that's the craziest thing in the world, man. Like to have some of those conversations and be like, Hey, you know, like you're paying your full mortgage. Like what if you had like, you know, a couple more people, you know, helping you out. And like, you know, what if you only had to pay like a third of that or like, you know, just kind of showing them like some of the pros and like, you know, then the wheels kind of start turning in, in people's brains and stuff, you know, and then like, just kind of getting into it. Like, Hey, you know, like the possibility to be able to make you like a little bit more comfortable or like, you know, make your kids a little bit more comfortable. Like, you know, once this property's paid off or like, you know, uh, having like this cash flow and stuff come in and like, just make, make paying your bills like a little bit easier, you know? And like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's fun having some of those conversations. Cause like people like really start thinking like, Oh, like maybe it's not as hard as, you know, like I kind of thought it was. And like, just yeah, kind of looking at the bigger picture, you know, and like, you know, potentially changing like that, that person or like that family's lives, like forever, you know, like pick yep. up a couple properties, who knows the possibilities, you know, and like, I don't know, it's just, it's fun to kind of like, you know, like everybody that like we have learned from so far, um, you know, like in investors and stuff like that and like picking up properties and, you know, 
I'm obviously a lot much, much, much newer to, to, eh, to things, but basically just kind of like, I look at it like continuing the cycle. So like, you know, the people that teach you, like, I want to give back to people that were in my position, like, you know, a year or two ago, like 10 times more, you know, and just kind of like keep the cycle going and like, yeah. you know, have those people teach people, like kind of bring people up with you, like as you're learning and, you know, just kind of like literally like changing lives altogether. You know, it's just that's it's yeah. funny because that's exactly basically what I do. Like, you know, I brought in my best friend and be like, dude, so start you know you got some money you you got a six-figure income start using some of that money to buy a investment property yeah he did uh, i got another good friend of mine um he's in the process of doing the same thing i'm like dude it's uh, we got to come up like when i started real estate when i started investment and you know i started so i started by wholesaling first my first mm-hmm. whole I, I won't ever forget my wholesale was two investors that i met on that my first listing and yeah. they literally, they were like, do you wholesale? You know how to wholesale? Because I used to bring a lot of investment property, like crappy properties to investors. And you know, I didn't have the capital to buy myself yet. So I was just, you know, I was just putting it on the market, selling it, selling it. And yeah. they're like, dude, you have a lot of like, why don't we just wholesale this? I'm like, my broker back then knew wholesale all the time. His partner wholesaled half of the office of wholesale, but they weren't teaching me the wholesaling part. Yeah, I was not allowed to learn, so it's like they had that wall for me. Like you can't learn. I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, I'm gonna learn. Yep. Um. So these two investors said that with me, and they're like, "All right, let's fucking do it." Like, what property you got coming? I'm like, "Well, I got this." And then one of the, one of them had a client looking for a specific property in Hyde Park, and they're like, "Hey, can you get us access to the property? It's it's on lockbox." I'm like, "Yeah." I called the broker, got the lockbox, went over there, opened it for them. I remember my first wholesale transaction was a twenty-five thousand dollar commission just by opening the door. <laughs> Can't beat that. I, I man. didn't know about it. Honestly, dude, yeah. honestly, I didn't know about the check. It was like, you know, uh, there were uh, probably was like four or five weeks later, they go like, Hey, let's go grab uh let's go grab lunch. I was like, All right, sure, whatever. Let's talk business. Like, All right, let's go talk business. You mentioned business, we're gonna go have a conversation. Um yeah. we went to lunch and they just slid me a envelope. I was like, What's in here? So like open it up. What the fuck? $25,000 made to me. I'm like, uh, what's Hold going on? on here? They're, like, they're like, we wholesale the property. We made $75,000. Everybody get twenty five. dollars It's real. I looked at both of them. I'm like, dude, I just opened the door. Like, really, you know, this twenty five. dollars it's basically your beginning for your, for your empire. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. Like, and what I did, I grabbed those $25,000. I had $5,000 credit card debt i use it i use five thousand dollars pay that credit card off twenty thousand dollars i used for my first flip yep it's beautiful man you know and like that was your that was your principle you know that was the starting yeah. point like if you can keep you yeah. know recycling the I, I principle. Took their advice i remember that you got two advice to take one you invested or two you're gonna go blow in dumb shit because you're a shoe fan don't do that <laughs> dude i got over 30 pair of fucking shoes in my closet <laughs> yeah They'll either Cyrator Ferragamo or Christian Louboutins or Fendi's or Gucci's. It's like that's that <laughs> that's my addiction, dude. That chooser is my addiction. That's what I feel like. I, already, I got an email from Christian Louboutin yesterday, like, oh yeah, George, you haven't bought shoes in a few months. Are you interested in any? I'm like, yeah, I actually need a pair of boots. Uh, actually so like, <laughs> i would so thanks for reminding me they're like yeah we got a sale coming up. you know the private client sale is coming up in the next week i was like yeah i'll be there yeah <laughs> so, 
So they do about that. They're like, we already know that you have, you know, a freaking shoe collection. You spend thousands of dollars on shoes, but I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to, so I took their advice and I bought it, invested in a flip. Of course. Yeah. So, um, you know, and like, it's huge to have so yeah, that. That's a, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's a good, that's a good point. If, you know, if you're in a, in a shoe, your shoes could hold it and help somebody else that you think deserves it. And you know, they'll pay it back. And, they won't forget about you. Like I didn't forget about them. So they said we still do business together. Exactly. There's once in a while, there's a good deal that comes along, but like, Hey, you know, I know you got to buy for this. Let's, you know, let's, let's wholesale to them. Sure. They make money. I make money. Yep. Uh, why, you know, if I can make a dollar, why can everybody else make a dollar? Yeah. You know? Especially in investor and real estate. And as real estate, a lot of people are so ambitious just to have so much money. I do. Why are you going to have so much money if you're not going to enjoy it? Like, I know a lot of people who have, you know, they're pretty wealthy and they don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy life. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, and then I know a lot of people who actually enjoy their life. They go out like every other week. They're out somewhere else in the part of the world. Like, I would too. Yeah. I would too. If I had, you know, if I was sitting on seven, eight, nine, ten figures, I would be enjoying life every single day. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, man, like, I, I think it's really interesting. Like, I haven't figured out like a way to put it into words. But like, from what I've kind of seen so far, you know, in like the real estate industry, especially and stuff, and even like probably business in general, is like, you know, everybody obviously wants to make money. But I feel like, you know, the way to do that is just um, like, it's bigger than that. You know what I mean? Like, going out and like creating those relationships and helping people. Like it just, I feel like it's much bigger than that, man. Like the dollar, like everybody you wants know, it, but you know, you know what it is? What? It's people wealth. Yeah. That's a, that's my wealth. My wealth is people wealth. Yeah. I know, for example, perfect example. I know a lot of people in New York. I know a lot of people in Connecticut, Rhode Island. I know I'm, I'm a pro ambassador for sale, like certain so I literally reach out to over 8,000 people worldwide. So it's like, if I go to Florida, you know, I know a handful of people in Florida. Oh, a handful of realtors. I go to LA, I go to Dubai, I go to South Africa, wherever I go to. It's like, all you got to do is just look at your phone and be like, hey, uh, I'm in town. Let's go grab coffee. Where are you? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like yeah. knowing, you know, having your connections, people walk. To me, it's all, you know, it's, that's a good, important thing to have. And I'm really grateful about that whole selector hint um, membership that I did back when it first started. Now that I'm a pro ambassador, meaning, you know, I'm like one of the 10 that, you know, of the original pro members that have done a lot with Ryan. Personally, I've done business with Ryan. You now referrals from Boston to New York, vice versa. And from, and Ryan has sent me referrals from New York to Boston and to Connecticut. So it's like, you know, it's everybody knows everybody. Larry could just walk in, start in the house and be like, hey, what's going on? It's like, yeah. that's one thing about his brokerage is like, you walk in there, dude, it doesn't even feel like an office. It just feels like you fit in perfectly. Like it's, a a, community. it's amazing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, a, it's definitely a family community. Yeah. Yeah. That's and for sure. That's huge, so, man. You know, it's. Uh, yeah <laughs> so that's why you when you mentioned that I was like yeah your your thing is people wealth and that's very that's very good of you if you stick with them in town you'll go a long way it's just like it it's like i said you know it's like it's so much 
it's so much bigger than just the money, man. Like everybody wants the money, but like, I, I just, I feel like it's bigger than that. You know, like it's like creating those, those relationships and like, you know, like, even if like, you know, talking back into kind of like the wholesale and, um, you know, little conversation that we had earlier, like, you know, if you know of somebody who's getting rid of like a, a house or like a lead or something like that. And like, what are your, one of your buddies or like, you know, one of your clients or something is looking for that kind of thing, like just connect them, you know? And like, mm-hmm. like myself, like I would just get satisfaction out of like, you know, helping, helping out like a client or, or a buddy or something like that. And like, if you make money, cool, you know, like money's part of everything, mm-hmm. but like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I, I can't really put it into words quite yet, <laughs> but like, yeah, you're, just, ba- you're basically, you're basically saying, yeah, <laughs> we need money. We, we need money to live by, yeah. but money's not everything. Yeah. That's perfect. That's yeah, 100%, yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Um, I remember I've said it to a few, uh, few people that I know that are really wealthy and they're like, dude, that's the mentality you got to change. You everything has to be about money, building money. I'm like, ah, I understand, <laughs> but I understand where you're coming at. But I'm like, that's just not me. It's like, yeah, it's not me. It's just I, I didn't grow up with that that mentality of like of greed. I'm not even sure if it's greed. Some people call it greed. Some people call it being vicious. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not me. Like, I haven't either. I won't. I I won't put. I won't pull somebody down on the floor over money. No. Exactly. I see a lot of people, you know, fucking putting their names, people's name on the floor over money, and like, yeah, no, no, that's not me. That that you do that tells says a lot about your personality. So you're a piece <laughs> of crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, even like Gary V says it, man. Because like I know you mentioned his podcast earlier. I, Gary Vee's totally changed my life in more ways than one, you know, just from like absorbing his content and like, you know, reading, crushing it and stuff like that. And like one of the things that he said um, that's really stuck with me is there's two ways to build the biggest skyscraper in town. You can either try and pull down everybody else to have the highest building, or you can just build the highest building, you know, and like bring other people with you and stuff. And like, you can either like rip other people down to get to your vision or you can just help other people and like get to your vision anyway, <laughs> you know? And like, it's just a principle that's, that's kind of stuck with me. Um, you know, like all the time, honestly. That's why a good saying, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go with, you know, go with the, with the team. Exactly. It's hundred percent true. It is. You know, it's, it's just one of those things that like applying it to, to different parts of your business and like part of life and everything. It just, yeah, you know, you're going to make it a lot further with people and like, you know, you got to make it like mutual and like, you know, everybody's winning, like you said earlier, you know, like if I can make a dollar, why can't two other people make a dollar as well? You know, like, yep. and then like the relationships get stronger and, you know, more business comes after that. And it just, I, I wonder if it's like relationships or yeah, like the people wealth, yeah. you know, like, I wonder if that's yeah, like no, it's re- relationship wealth. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, it really is a crazy thing. Like, especially with like social media and stuff, man, you know, like it's, I I talked to a guy or I interviewed a guy a while back. Um, and he was doing real estate since like 1989, I think. And he was kind of telling the story of like what real estate looked like back then or like real estate investing, I should say, you know, cause obviously this is like pre Instagram, pre Facebook, like pre email, probably like, and like just yeah, hearing, pre-internet, dude. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, like having them tell the story. So I know. <laughs> I remember you know, when we got my first, where me and my sister got our first computer in the house. It was like, it was dialer. Like, so she used to be on it all the time. And my dad's like, get off. I need to hop on the phone. <laughs> you know, and like just having them tell the story, you know, of like getting into, he was getting into flipping actually. Um, shout out to Jack Pennard if you're watching this. <laughs> um, but, you know, having them tell the story of like what it took back then to like be able to create those relationships and stuff and like you know like he was telling me what it was is there was like weekend seminars that would come into town once in a while and they had like like sets of tapes that you had to buy you know and you had to like go into your car or something and like play the tapes to like you know for us now it's like listening to podcasts and watching youtube videos and like you know like you're one direct message away from from talking to somebody and having a conversation back then like you know creating those relationships was a lot harder you know like just just kind of looking at the transition of like what it used to be versus now even like like instagram man or you know like facebook and stuff you're literally like a couple clicks away from like making these relationships and hopping hopping on the phone like there's so much value in it like you know and then like supporting people through you know like them documenting like their transactions and um you know some like the big things that they're doing and stuff and like hyping them up and like i don't know like if it, i just feel like it's like after having him tell that story like it's um it's interesting to kind of see you know what that looked like back then and like i guess how good we have it now you know like you're literally like oh, yeah. you're just a direct message like in like five seconds you know what i mean and like just reach out be like hey you know like i'd love to shoot the breeze with you or something and you know, hey, you'd be crazy. amazed how direct messages work. I've shot DMs to a handful of uh, influencers, and they write back an email. Yeah, it's nuts. You know, oh, it's DMs. Is, I remember a lot of people like, yeah, how you, you know, how you got a hold of Matt Olinelli to come to Boston? DM. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Sure. DM. I, I talked. I told him what it was. Hopped on the call, hopped on FaceTime, did, you know, I shoot, I shot content with him on FaceTime. It's like, I'm like, holy shit, like, dude, the power of social media is real. Yeah, of course. Yeah, if you're, but obviously, you have to have a purpose. Why are you going to shoot them a DM? You're not going to just send an influencer or a celebrity a DM like, oh my God, hi, I'm a big kid. No. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they're going to read it or 95, 95% of the time, they wouldn't even bother. Yeah. It has to have a good purpose. Exactly. But you like, open it up. Yeah. You know, and like uh, those DMs get me, man, that are like just straight sales pitches. And I'm like, it's such a turnoff. Like if like if you just look for like just the relationship and like that's the intention and like, you know, you really like what they're doing, like, you know, just kind of want to, you know, just kind of shoot the breeze. You know what I mean? And hey, you know, like I really like what you're doing. I think it's kind of cool. You know, I'm just kind of starting out. Like, would you want to potentially hop on the phone or something and, and just connect? You know, like yep. the amount of like value um i used to do it all the time actually i don't do it as much anymore i should keep doing it but like instagram linkedin is another really big one for that you know because you can actually target like real estate investors in greater boston or boston or rhode island or california and linkedin it's 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 100 for for real estate professionals oh yeah you'd be amazed the power of linkedin it's crazy even like just bigger pockets man you know, like literally just putting yeah. in the the search, like, oh, 
you know, Boston and going to people and like there's agents, there's flippers, there's wholesalers, lenders, you know, it's everybody's there. Like all you have Everybody. to do is, is just reach out, you know, and like the power in it there's, is infinite. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yep. It's a, it's amazing. You'd be, you know, it's pretty amazing all the power you can get. Sorry, I'm just reading my emails. No, that's okay. <laughs> it, it really is, man, yeah. you know. So, George, yep. I, I always like to try and throw this question in there because the answers are usually kind of interesting. So how do you define wealth? I think we went by, by that a little bit. Wealth, or, I mean, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Besides, be, besides, obviously, having money in the bank and then money in the savings account, it's people wealth. Yeah. People wealth, um, ge- generational wealth. It's always, it's learning more. Like, I'm a big believer on education. So you have yeah. to educate yourself more and more and more. So that's a big wealth. The more you educate yourself, the more you learn, the more you, your wealth goes yeah. up. Um, for example, you know, I'm licensed in four states. Um, more licenses that you have, general contractor, home improvement contractor, lab certified. So it's like, I got so many licenses. So it's like, I literally can make money on every single license I have. Yeah. So it's like, that's another, another side of wealth. So it's, definition of wealth is pretty big pretty big yeah to the average person wealth is just you know you ask them what's wealth money no no (laughs) health is wealth your health your family your kids your future your education your businesses your your connections that's wealth yeah that's what wealth means i love that man it's stemming back to it, man. Like it's, it's just so much bigger than money. Like everything, like it's like the relationship there is, is very interesting. Um, you know, like the, I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like the focus, you know what I mean? Like if you're just focusing on money, like, you know, you might not be making the right decisions. It might not be sustainable, but if you're focusing on focusing it, yeah, can't speak. If you're focusing on other things like, you know, building those relationships and everything and like, you know, the money as well, but like, it's, it's going to be a lot more sustainable, you know, like if you have those relationships that leads to more business, which leads to more money, you know, and like, it just, it's, it's not, you know, it's like an inverse, like, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's hard putting it into words (laughs) again, you know. Yeah, like I said, everybody has their own definition of wealth. You guys heard what mine is. Yeah. Um, just don't don't mind if I'm done. He's no, that's all right, man. School. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Ooh, what is your best piece of advice to new investors that want to start and manage their rental portfolio, or even like like a new agent or something? Um, it's up to you. <laughs> So I'll give you I'll give you both. As a new agent, I would yep. definitely try to join a team. Yep. Uh, when I started real estate, I you know I was solo because teams weren't really a thing when I started. So it's um it's you know I wish I when I started I joined a team, but you know I basically have my own team as broker owner. Yeah. So and that's one thing as a broker owner as my brokerage I don't treat my agents individually. We're basically all one. We yeah. all do business together. We all help each other out. So literally, like last night, it was ten. It was ten thirty. One of my agents is buying a property, and he called me. He had a whole bunch of questions about closing costs, and 
you know, I sat with them for an hour and we were just going at it. Yeah. So that that's what a team what a leader does, especially a team leader. Um, you don't boss them around, you work with them. Yeah. So and as an investor, first time investor, what you should be doing. Uh, meet other investors. Meet other investors. See if they're open to to educate you or to help you out. Yeah. Or even to partner up. Now partnering up for for business it's uh it's you know it's definitely tricky. You gotta know the right person. But it's just like anything else in life, it's a risk. Yeah. Take a risk. You know, if you're pretty good at reading people, I'm pretty good at reading people, just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Shit don't go well, just get your money back and call it a day. Yep. And then just I've go find that right person. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it plenty of times. I burn out with, you know, a lot, a lot of people be like, hey, I want to burn out with you on, a, on this flip. I want you to teach me. Well, let's do it. I'm, I'm open for it. But here's my rules. You know, have everything dra- drafted by attorneys, have everything drafted by attorneys, and you'll be fine. Yeah. So you, know, you got you got a real estate that is going to back it up. Anything hits the fan, you know, you got sell the house as is for whatever money you, you bought. You just put a little percentage if you could or not. Just walk away with your property with the money you put in. And that, that's all. Yeah. So there's something that I kind of wanted to ask you. Um, stemming onto something that, that you just mentioned, actually, when it comes to like finding a partner, right? So like, say, you know, somebody came to you or like, you know, you kind of wanted to partner with somebody. Like, I know, you know, I hear on like the bigger pockets podcast, sometimes that people do like, like disc assessments. Like, I guess when you're looking to, to partner with somebody, like, do you kind of tell them like, Hey, you know, this is what my vision is. Like, this is, this is kind of what the plan is. Like, how is it, I guess, kind of getting on the same page as them, you know, and like seeing if you guys are going to be a good fit and like, you know, like if you want to hold it for the long term or something and like this guy just wants to kind of, you know, sell it fast or something and make like, you know, a, a short term gain. Like, how? Oh, I guess, how do you that, kinda, like, that you know, aspect mm-hmm. and that aspect you have to have if you're going to buy to buy and hold, you're going to have to find a partner that wants to do that. Yeah. If it's going to be a flip, you're going to have to find a partner that wants to flip. Um, then again, you could be flipping the property and then you, you know what? I really want to hold it. Um, obviously, if you buy it as a hard money loan, then you, what you got to do is just refi cash out. You you know, you buy him out and then you just keep putting it on your LLC. Yeah. That's that's the best thing you could do. But to find the right partner, again, it's um, everybody's different. Like I yeah. said, I'm pretty good at reading people. Uh, I don't want people are full of shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know uh, people are straight shooters so it's like all right let's do it together yeah uh, if you're coming to me and you're like well all right well, let's buy this property it's call it 80 100 thousand dollars we gotta bring it to the table you put in half of it that means a lot like you know you're yeah. not talking about hey i only got ten thousand to put in no <laughs> you put in half and i'm putting all that half it's you're serious about it we're in this together yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah cause at the end of the day forty thousand dollars is still quite a bit of money yeah 100 so, percent. yeah that, that right there tells you, like, all right, if everything has to be 50-50, the cost of construction is 50-50. The cost of, you know, acquisition is 50-50. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, man, yeah. Because, like, I don't know, like, I hear people talk about, like, the partnering, um, you know, quite a bit, actually. And, um, you know, I know, obviously, like, there's there's going to be a limit on, like, how much you can do yourself, right? You know, I mean, especially mm-hmm. if your vision is going to be a lot bigger and, like, want to do you know, a lot more things are like, you know, small, just a lot more smaller things going on at the same time or something. 
like you can only stretch so thin as a human, you know? So obviously, you know, if you wanted to keep growing, like that's kind of a crucial part of, uh, uh, growing. Oh, no, especially for example, I perfect example myself. Now, I got a brokerage. I got a couple businesses I run and it's like, you know, I got a few flips going at once and I'm partnered up with all of them. It's not me, myself and I, because yeah, I don't have the manpower to do it. You know, there's only a certain amount of hours a day we have. Yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, your, your profit, you know, splits 50%. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't mind. It's better than nothing. That's the way I look at it. It's better than having nothing. Of course. What is it they say? I think it's like 50% of a, a bad deal is better than 0% or 50% of an okay deal is better than 0% of a bad deal. Some, something like that. <laughs> so, something about 50%. Oh, what, yeah. Oh, what I normally say is I'd rather have a, I'd rather have $1 than have no dollar. Yeah. We'll keep it nice and simple, just like that. <laughs> that, that that's, my, that's my way when I talk to people who want to know, like, hey, dude, I'd rather have a you know, I'd rather have a dollar if I want to use a penny. I'd rather have a penny than have no penny. Yeah. That is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So how is it with um you were saying like you run like other businesses and stuff as well? I know, you know, kind of delegating out uh some of those tasks and stuff and and kind of like stepping away from those things is probably um, you know, a pretty big big principle. I guess it's, how it's, is that? It's stressful. Yeah. I bet <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to kind of like look very, very beginning, like learn the ropes of it. Like I just hired like a virtual assistant, um, you know, to hopefully start editing the podcast and like creating a lot better content and stuff. And it's been a little right. scary, man. Like it's, it's crazy. Like just have, you know, kind of delegating out and like stepping back a little bit and like trying to learn the ropes of like hiring and like, you know, maintaining, um, like a relationship there, all while still getting the vision that you want. You know, like it's, yeah. it sounds pretty interesting, <laughs> you know? No, it's definitely not a, it's definitely not an easy thing, especially you when you have your way to do your type of business Yeah, and you delegate it to somebody else. It's like, uh, in the beginning, you're like really scared about it. But once you see everything, you know, you'll actually see your business rise more. Or, for example, if you do this for the podcast, you probably see your podcast views and reach hit higher amounts yeah. just because you're not in charge of it. You're yeah. stepping back. Your, your point is basically, let's get more speakers in the podcast, let's do more content, let's better up, and then yeah. you got the back end who's doing everything else there, the editing, they'll put it up on YouTube, and you know, you stop how long it takes to go up on YouTube. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, you know. It has its pros and cons. Obviously, you got to, at, at the beginning, you're gonna be defensive about it because your brand is something you're working on. Yeah. But you gotta see the future. You're growing. It's gonna grow you, and it's probably gonna be better content than anything else. Yeah, definitely. It's it's pretty interesting too, man. Even like, um, you know, some of the the people in my network that I'm kind of close with. Like, it seems like everybody is starting to kind of jump into like, you know, the virtual assistant thing, whether it's like, you know, an investor having them cold call or, um, you know, other people having them do like administrative stuff. And I'm like, this is nuts. Like <laughs> you bring it up and it's like, oh, dude, like I've been doing that for months. Like it's, it's been crazy. You know, like it's, it's yeah. just, it's nuts. And like my thing was, man, was with the podcast, literally like. Sundays would be like my day to uh, 
to kind of edit things and get it together, you know, for the next Monday. And like, you know how it is being an agent on the weekends, man. I'm like, you know, trying to hit showings and stuff and like, you know, have the podcast going on my computer at home. Like, you know, it, it take it takes like four or five hours, you know, like just because my computer's slow as shit. And like, <laughs> you know, I'm like it's it's made sense to to try to hire it out for a long time. But now, like, yeah. somebody convinced me, like, finally to pull the trigger on it. I'm like, all right, let's figure this thing out. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I want to have my Sundays back, you know, for, uh, uh, you know, from, like, myself and clients. And, you know, if a property comes yeah. along pretty soon, then, hey, you know. And it's yeah. been an interesting to, to try to figure out, like, that dynamic, um, you know, to free up time and, like, just what makes more sense, Um you know, like doing those tasks that are a lot, they're worth a lot more per dollar, uh, you know, than other ones and stuff. It's interesting to kind of think about. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) Yep. All right, man. Well, I wish, well, we could definitely do another one. That's for sure. I'm just getting bombarded with, uh, closing that I got going that, contractor can't get in and, and the buyers are moving in so yeah let me <laughs> that's all right that george right I, I admire the hustle my man hey where on um like, right. social media and stuff you know can you and like the companies be found i'll drop everything below uh so part yeah personal is going to be at jorge.sariego on instagram yep. boston one realty and instagram and then just search me up jorge sariego and facebook sweet All right, guys, that concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully, you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.